welcome to the Queen Trail Podcast. There are three different types of radiation, alpha, beta, and gamma. What does this technology do? It's like, well, what can you do with electricity? I just survived 30 years HIV positive. I'm certainly not going to let a little thing like a brain tumor derail me. When I got to 29 pounds, I was so tired, I just collapsed. Everything always goes back to being grounded and centered. It's a mecca for cycling, for sure. Struggle is the neutralizing force. And I said, there it is. This is the right family. I'm, I got like cold chills. It's one lone oak tree right in the middle of the trail. It's beautiful. Hey everybody, welcome back. I hope you had a great week since the last time that we got together. We are back to lists with Sophia. We are going to be going over 21 random things to ask a guy over text. It's a list that we found online and we thought it would be funny to try to answer these questions that are purportedly designed for males. I really don't think that the majority of these are male specific, except for one. Sophie and I had so much fun. We just kind of explored every single one of these questions, got really silly. And it was actually recorded the night before she left for New York. She went to New York for a week, had a great time. She's back Um, You're also going to hear that our cats were extremely active that night, and it might have been because they knew that Sophie was leaving, but you're going to hear cat wrestling as well as them basically being a big part of the episode. It's really funny when they decide to meow, and it sounds like they're meowing in response to whatever the conversation is. So I'm going to go ahead and get right into it. So please grab a cuppa and join us. Hey, everybody, we're back doing another lists with Sophia. Hi, guys. (laughs) She's getting ready to go to New York. Yeah, I'm super excited to go. Yeah, we're gonna be there for about a week. Going to Brooklyn and stuff. It's gonna be fun. No, sleep till Brooklyn. Okay, we're going to get started on our list. Stop our terrible singing. I thought we would do a different type of list. And this one caught my eye. It is 21 random questions to ask a guy over text. So I thought as girls, we'll answer these guy questions. Yeah. (laughs) Swap it. (laughs) Turn the tables. I mean, yeah. I don't know what makes these question guy questions, but let's start with the first one. What is your dream vehicle or a way to get around? Well, my dream car would be a VW bus. Um, I think they're really cool. I really like the like classic car vibes. Or I really want one of those Jeep trucks. I call them trucks. Um, they look so cool. They're, they're the ugliest thing you've ever seen, but they look really cool. Either of those two. What about you? I think my dream vehicle would be a personal pod-sized starship <laughs> that I could just zoom around anywhere I want and go up so high into the stratosphere that I would just disappear. And it would be so fast that if I were to leave Los Angeles right now and head to New York, I'd be there in less than five minutes. Like a teleportation? No, it wouldn't be a teleportation. It would just be like the bullet, you know, like there's a bullet train Mm -hmm. and it goes probably like many, many miles an hour. I think it's in the hundreds. Okay, I had to look that up. So a bullet train does travel many hundred miles per hour. In fact, it goes 200 to 275 miles per hour, about 500 kilometers per hour or so. There is a bullet train, my personal size pod spaceship. But it would be going faster. It would be going faster. The vehicle... Would you get G-forces in there? I know. Would you get knocked out going so fast? Yeah, so... The vehicle would be equipped with anti-G-force <laughs> technology to keep me from passing out on the way out there. So my pod 
it would get there like maybe in an hour. And, you know, it would have all the amenities too. Like it would have an instant coffee maker, instant tea, cocktails, whatever, whatever you want. Candy snack bar. Yeah. An ice cream maker. No, I don't really like ice cream. (laughs) Um, Like in Star Trek where they put the food in the The holodeck. No, 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 no. Where they put the food in the thing and then it hydrates it. And then you have like cheeseburgers. (laughs) I think like I would want nuts and I would have apples. Oh, you know what? Like tangelos. Yeah, I mean like some oranges are good. But tangelos. Tangelos specifically are such a phenomenal fruit. So anyway, it would have some snacks because I mean it's only an hour flight. And I would have a disco ball because I'd want like some cool light in there. Some banging speakers. Some banging speakers, some really good music. I'd be up in the dark. Maybe with just a bunch of lights. Have my own personal <laughs> rave in there. Yeah. Like, does that sound like a dream? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be my dream vehicle. Well, you know, ever since I watched Triple X, the movie with Vin Diesel, mm-hmm. that 1969 GTO, I think it's a 69, might be a 67, but that is a nice car. Is a very nice car. Mm-hmm. So if I had to have a terrestrial car, that would be it. <laughs> what state or country would you live in if you could move there? Mm, there's a lot of places, but I feel like I would have to say... Costa Rica. Pura vida. Because it's nice and warm. See, I would say Europe, you know? Like, if saying South America or Central America, I'd be saying, like, France or Italy. But it's not all nice and warm. I mean, we yeah. went there, and it was a serious tropical depression, well, yeah, outrageous cool. storm. And it was really cool because we have no weather. So remember when we went hiking? We went hiking in Altadena, and we're, like, marching up this mountain, and we see all these people dressed for snow weather coming down, and they're all, like, shivering and stuff. <laughs> and I started chatting with these guys, and they're telling me that there's snow flurries up at the top of the mountain and it started hailing on us yeah and you know we're like the kind of people that will run out into the hail and get super excited about it i also say canada i don't know every time i see people hanging out in canada and like toronto it looks really cool yeah that's the only thing is i don't really like snow so how do you know i mean i haven't been snow for very long but i did cry because i got wet so but I really don't like being wet but I also went to London but it didn't snow there when I was there so no. it wasn't even really cold I don't like being wet especially with my like clothes on like you have an umbrella snow is a different thing though you gotta get like tires or you gotta like get some snow boots like you gotta buy a whole wardrobe you know yeah well I mean some of those are cool, those parkas with all of the fur they around. Cool. When I was in London, they had such cool coats, and I was so jealous. I mean, I also had a cool coat, but... You did have a cool coat. What about you? If I moved anywhere, I think Costa Rica is probably one of those places just because we've been there, and I really loved that town, Sarcero. So Sarcero has alpine vibes in a tropical country and they're known for their cheese making and they have this church there there's a caretaker he is the topiary keeper i think they're jupiter jupiters i think they're junipers and i'm still on my little spaceship pod (laughs) i'm gonna develop this they're juniper bushes and he goes out there and he turns them into bears elephants people it's very alpine so there's that and i think if i was going to move anywhere else besides costa rica outside of the united states i would probably be choosing a place like new zealand Mm, yeah scotland or ireland or those places Mm. look so incredible Wherever I go, it would have to be a place where there's not as dense of a population as there is in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. I feel like Los Angeles is phenomenal and it's filled with a lot of really amazing people. 
but the density of population kind of makes it difficult to get around. I mean, clearly on the freeways, like forget it when they're, you know, like rush hour, you just can't do the 405 or the 110 or anything like that. You can't do any of the freeways. Yeah. And I think that really because of social media, a lot of my favorite hiking spots are inundated with people like I remember pre social media being able to go hiking in these very clean, beautiful places. And it would be pretty desolate. Now, when we went to Eaton Canyon, like I made that comment, I think there's more people here today than there are at Disneyland. Yeah. And you know, you've got people showing up because they want to see these beautiful places because people are posting pictures. And I know I'm going totally off topic. People are starting to put comparisons up like, here's the beautiful picture that looks so pristine and like nobody's around. And then they'll expand it and go, here's the Mm -hmm. real picture. And there's a line of people just trying to get up to be able to take their perfect Mm -hmm. picture to share it with the world. It's funny because I've seen a lot of videos about, I don't know what fountain it is in Italy, but it's extremely like... Probably the Trevi. Yes. I've seen videos of people saying that like, you need to get there at 6am or before because they show videos of like what it looks like after that time and there's a million people there. And the only way that you can get photos is if you're extremely early or extremely late, like 1, 2am. And it's like because these places are so popular because of the people that are going there, which is like kind of ironic, you know? And that's why a lot of people like gatekeep or like don't share locations of things because they want to keep it like secret. Like they'll be like, oh, this hidden beach, it's right here in Southern California. Here's how to get there, you know? And then you have a million people going there because it's not a secret anymore. Right. Because it gets three million views on TikTok. Like, and people are like, oh, I'm going there. Like, I live right there, you know? It's their own success is their ultimate downfall. Which happens to a lot of things. I think I'd have to totally live somewhere that is not as dense. But it's not just Los Angeles. It's any place that is now considered a tourist destination. Like even a unique place. Like, oh, this is different than what you normally see. Like you'll see a million people there. Right. What do you spend money on the most? Um, I was actually looking at my bank. And it tells you what you spend the most money on. And so this month I spent the most money on clothes. Um, and then after that was food. So yeah, food a... was food first and then clothes, but yeah. Food's a thing, isn't it? Yeah. You can't live without it. Yeah. But also I think if Alexa was here, so Alexa is Sophie's bestie and she's constantly pointing out how bougie our taste is. And I never think that we have bougie taste. We don't really go out and do any extravagant stuff. Like we Mm -hmm. don't really own name brand anything. Yeah. Somehow we still have the reputation of being bougie. But also I've been told that I know how to live. So I think that Mm -hmm. that's, that's probably the translation. I don't think we're really bougie, but we know how to take something simple and make it seem extravagant. Yeah. Well, also, it's like, if I'm going to have something a bit higher quality, like, I'll spend the money, you know? Because it's like, how often... It's about the experience. Yeah, it's about the experience. It's about how it tastes, you know, like, how it's presented. How unique it is. Like, yeah. Yeah. I guess that makes us bougie. The fact that it's about the experience. Yeah, I also (laughs) eat stuff from Starbucks, so, you know, I... We balance it. We balance it out. So, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, ah, you know. Yeah. Um, what do I spend the most amount of money on? I'm just really not a spender. I'm really boring. I'm going to have to say because I haven't gone on my bank account in a while that it is probably food first. Because I tend to buy the majority of the groceries and stuff. Although we've been pretty even on evening that out quite a bit lately. Mm-hmm. And then gas. Yeah. I really think that Why that's my it. third most expensive. And then the cats are expensive and the tortoise is expensive. Yeah. So I would have to say food, gas, pets. I mean, like, what else is there in life, you know? Clothes. What was the last time that you played a sport? Okay, let's just say... What was the last time that you engaged in an extracurricular activity? 
I worked out this morning. <laughs> I'm not extremely active, so... It's been a while for me because of my knee. I would say if hiking is a sport, what else did I do regularly? I mean, I snorkeled. Pa- I was doing a lot of stand-up paddle boarding, Kayak. kayaking, mm-hmm. roller skating. I mean, there was like a lot of stuff that I was doing. Jump roping, I was doing high-intensity interval training. Mm-hmm. I've got a uh, Versa climber, you know, weights. There's a dip station. I've got a pull-up bar. Trampoline. I mean, trampoline. <laughs> Running on the trampoline because I don't have a treadmill. Our whole house shakes. We live in a very old house. I think it was completed in 1938. So I did have a treadmill at one time and the entire house shook. And even when the cats are running, (laughs) just Mm kind of running across, the house will shake. So um, I have the trampoline instead of a treadmill and that's what I run on. Yeah, I also did some Nintendo sports a few days ago. It's like Wii Sports, but on Switch. So uh, bowling, tennis, apparently I was really bad. Alexa made fun of me best friend. She's like, I, how did you lose to a robot? And I'm like, I don't know. I literally didn't get any points during tennis. That was bad. But I really liked the bowling and there was a soccer one. So that was pretty fun. Cool. I have not bowled in ages. I also walked around Disneyland. So that was a workout. <laughs> yeah, I think I now we're talking about workouts instead of sports because well, I, I, mean, I don't do sports. For some big Disney fans, that walking around sport. Disneyland is a sport. Riding the roller coasters yeah. is definitely oh a my sport. God, my body hurts so bad. My arms hurt. Yeah, a day at, the, a day at an amusement park... That's is, a workout. Especially when it's hot. Like, it's been yeah, hot Yeah, it was lately. like 90, it was 90 degrees when we were there. Yeah. So, it was like sport, extracurricular activity. Riding horses. It's been quite a while. That was yeah. a sport you actually rode for many years. Like, like 12. You started when you were like four. Mm-hmm. And you stopped and like when 18. you were 18. Yeah, yeah, like 14 years. Like 14 years, yeah. Do you like surprises? I'm not opposed to them. But I do like knowing things, so... I think if someone is like, oh, I have a surprise for you, it's like, I want to know what it is. But like, if I don't know that I'm getting surprised, then that's okay too. You know, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh my God, you threw me a surprise party. I hate you. You know, like, <laughs> but like if someone's like, oh, are I there have... people like that? Yeah. There's some people that are like upset that they got surprised. It, yeah, have you, you've ever seen those like surprise fail videos where they're like, oh my God, like, oh, you know, how dare you? Some people get really upset, <laughs> but like. If someone's like, oh, I have a surprise for you, it's like, I want to know immediately what it is. But I'm also not, like, pushy about it. But I'm like, what is it? Like, tell me, you know? Or it's like if someone's like, oh, I have a secret to tell you. And I'm like, what? Like, tell me right now. Like, I'll get up and go to the bathroom with you. Like, Don't tell me that you have something and then make me wait. Or you, you know what? I used to have a friend where she'd be like, oh, do you know John? And I'd be like, oh, I don't know John. And she'd be like, oh, never mind. That... It makes me so mad, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't really remember the last time I was surprised. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had a surprise party. How's or, like, that? no one showed up at my house unexpectedly. Yeah, because yeah, they usually... Did, I guess. Can't... Oh, my gosh. My You're brother right. did. You're I right. was just at home, and he showed up, and I was like, oh, what the heck? That was a surprise. And mm-hmm. then you called me at work and you said, guess who's here? And I was wrong every time. And you finally said, Cameron's here. And I was just like, oh, oh my baby's home. <laughs> yeah, that was that was actually a very good surprise. Mm-hmm. That was a very wonderful surprise. Oh, I skipped one. What do you absolutely hate spending money on? I think there's certain things I hate spending money on, like necessities, like stuff that I absolutely have to have. You know, like toilet paper and paper towels yeah, and like, napkins. Like boring things. Yeah. And because they're necessities, they're expensive AF. I mean, it makes me mad when I lose something and then I have to rebuy it. Like I lost my wireless headphones somewhere and I was so upset because I only had them for like three months and I had to repurchase them that made me really mad but like that's my fault you know because I lost them so but that was that's the thing that I hate is like losing something and then having to repurchase it for the full price or anything that like you're in a rush 
and you don't have time to go where you can get exactly what you want. Yeah, where you have to settle for something because you only have like an hour to get something. Yeah. yeah. It's not like exactly what you want, but it's like the closest thing. Right. Yeah. Right. And you know what? I like surprises. Let's go back to the surprises. I feel like gifts are surprises. Yeah. That's why they're wrapped, right? Yes. The whole reason. I would rather just get a big giant hug sometimes than some of the gifts that I've received. Mm-hmm. You know, like some gifts make you feel like the person felt obligated to buy you something yeah. that you're never going to use. And I think it's happened to everybody. Like if you really like, if we aren't close, but you feel like you need to give me something, like I'd rather have a gift card or money. No, I have gift cards that are just sitting around. That That's the other thing. I think that was a re-gift and I don't mind. There's certain things that you get and you're like, I think someone gave this to you and now you're giving it to me. I would not give someone a gift that doesn't suit them. Like I'd rather keep the gift and not give it to anybody than give someone something that doesn't suit them. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That's the surprise. It's like, you know, "Hmm, I got the booby prize and I don't mind re-gifts. It's just that this Seventy-five dollar gift card has been sitting for at least three years at this mm-hmm. point, because the restaurant requires like three freeways to get to. Yeah, I don't even think about it. It's not a destination place. So those are the surprises that I don't like, and it's not because I don't appreciate the fact that somebody gave me something. I you know like thank you for thinking of me. But also, there's a sense of obligation that goes along with a gift. So you're being given, one, a surprise, two, an obligation to somehow make use of it. It's like hot potato, here, this is yours. And if it's something wonderful, you know, like you like the earrings, or you like that shade of lipstick, or you like the chocolates that they gave you, or whatever it is, um, great. But if it's something that makes you feel guilty and is sitting there like every time you go past it, you know what, I think there's a website I'm going to have to find out. If I find out what it is, I'll put it in the show notes where you can put up your gift card and say, hey, I've got this gift card for $75 to this restaurant. Mm, Trade, like trading. It's a trade. It's a trade thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not exactly sure how it works. And there might be a percentage that the website keeps, but you're giving it to somebody who actually, you know, will use it and you're getting something in return. So that makes it better. The question here was, what's a pickup line that you've used before? And I can see why this is very male specific. I don't think that most women or girls have pickup lines that they practice. And also, it's kind of an old fashioned question, right? I I don't even know if this is a thing for guys, but it just caused us to go into a really long conversation. So I just chose a section of it to include here. I think that we should get more comfortable with just talking to each other. Mm-hmm. I think that natural. a pickup is based on expectations. Like you form an idea of somebody without even knowing who they are. You know, I mean, clearly you're picking somebody up. The only reason why you're coming up with a pickup line is because they're yeah. hot. But I think that natural conversation is just hard. I think it's hard for a lot of people. And, mm-hmm. you know, clearly it comes very easy to me. <laughs> And you live in Los Angeles, which I just mentioned the density of the population. It's weird because the population is so huge and that gets in the way. It almost makes it harder. Of being able to meet somebody. Yeah. There's actually a name for being so overwhelmed by the sheer number, by the choices that you have. And then, of course, there's all of these other influences that come in by comparison, expectations, da-da-da-da-da. We need to spend more time talking to each other. You know, I I just don't think it happens enough. And we're all so busy. Like, I think it's hard. Yeah. What are your favorite memories or moments that you've had with your grandparents? Something that particularly stands out. Um, playing with bubbles in my grandma's backyard. I feel like being in her backyard is a very vivid memory. Like we would pick oranges and 
eat um, kumquats. Kumquats and spit the seeds out, and I would garden with her. I feel like that's like a really vivid memory, you know. Mm-hmm. Even though my mom's parents were married to each other, I have different memories that are associated with each one of them. So. My grandmother would probably be like baking cakes. She was like such a great baker. You know, she loved to cook a lot of things, but I think she was most famous for her pastries or her sweets, you know, or making tamales with her, which Mm. which is not sweet. You know, that was a lot of fun. She had a meat grinder. She would grind the meat and then cook that and add all these spices and everything to it. And she would grind the hominy through it as well. After cleaning it thoroughly, of course. And I think she did the hominy first anyway, because she used the hominy to make the masa. And then she would cook all of these different ingredients and put them all in different bowls. Costa Rican tamales are wrapped in banana leaves instead of corn husks. So they have a very different flavor to them. And then she would give us banana leaves and let us make our own tamales. So that was always a lot of fun. My grandfather liked to take us places, walking, walking distance places, or he'd get us on our bikes and go around the block with us. Um, He died when I was young, much younger than when my grandmother passed away. You were already born. I think Mm -hmm. you were like five or six, maybe, when Mamita passed away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I vaguely remember her. Yeah. So anyway, the memories that I have of my grandfather was... Cats rolling in here, fighting with each other. You guys are fighting like cats and cats. Um, So, you know, like walking around the block with him, going to Thrifties when Thrifties still sold ice cream. I think they still do, don't they? They still do. But it's not Thrifties anymore. It's Rite Aid now. But but it's Thrifties ice cream. It's still Thrifties brand ice cream. So I remember all of that kind of stuff with my grandfather. And then my dad's mom... My memories of her are that she always, without fail, had a kind word and this sunshiny smile. I mean, like she was one of the happiest people and she was always looking out for everybody. She was just a dear, like she loved life and she loved people. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand how these are guy questions, but I imagine a guy would answer no to this one. Do you take many photos? Yeah. I take a lot. I take a lot of mirror selfies and pictures of the sky. Also pictures of my cats. Would you say that you take a photo every day? Like how many (laughs) How many photos do you take per day? Yes. I would say probably at least ten per day. I also use Snapchat, so that's not mainly photo based, but like photo based. Even if it's not a Snapchat photo, I take normal photos on my camera. I would say about 10 a day. But if I'm like doing something, it could be upwards of 100 photos, depending on, you know, like I just went to Disneyland and I have like 70 photos from that. So, you know, it depends. But average, probably 10. I think when I'm super busy, like I am, you know, just really focused on work and stuff, I'm not taking pictures. Today, I have not taken a single photo. But I am also a huge photo taker. And I think one of the things that I dislike of podcasting, I don't really like editing. Also, I have ADD. So I think part of it is that I get distracted. But part of my procrastination is to take photos. Especially like if Echo's sitting on my shoulder, then I'm taking a selfie of the two of us. Yeah, having having pets. You take so many photos of pets. Like, mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. They're so cute. They're I always know. doing something they're, cute. They're always so cute. Like even now, she's just sitting there, but... She looks like a little flower. Her tail is extremely straight. Like, it's funny, you know? Yeah, we're talking about We're talking about... <laughs> You know, like, I'll take pictures of the animals. Oh, what happens on a hike with me? Yeah, she takes pictures of every tree, flowers, bunnies, the sky. Everything. Yeah. Everything's so wondrous. I just want to preserve it on a photograph. I think part of the reason why I take so many photos is I know I can take 10 photos of something and pick the one that I really like. And because it's all digital, you just delete the other nine. I also kind of like the idea of 
film, though. The idea where you take one photo and it has to be a great photo, you know? So you spend more time thinking about what you're taking a picture of. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. I think we're both actual photographers. We had a sweet potato that was growing. And so I did this whole still life arrangement with it. It was beautiful. Purple leaves, purple stems. It's just phenomenal. And it just struck me as a piece of art. So I did this whole artsy photo shoot of this potato. Yeah, you know, stuff like that, where it's like, you get to be creative, you get to create art. So I don't know, maybe I need to take that back. I don't know. You don't know what, you know, what the guys are going to say. And I think that with the availability of being able to take all kinds of photos, I, I think a better question would be when you have the availability of a camera at your disposal, whether it's your phone camera or your professional camera, what are you taking pictures of? So, you know, I'm taking pictures of nature. I'm taking, but I'm actually arranging still life. I'm taking forced perspective from the the cats (laughs) trying to get their attention. Cats are funny. They actually know that you're trying to take a picture of them and they don't want to look at your camera. At least our cats don't. So we have all these little tricks. What apps do you use the most? Well, the funny thing is, is that I have now for the past like two or three months put timers on my apps because I spend way too much time on my phone. So the apps that I have timers for are TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Each of those I have two hours per day to do whatever I want, and then they lock themselves. So is this consecutive two hours or so all two together? Hours oh, it's two hours each. Yeah. So six hours of media per day. But I also obviously have other apps that I... So that's a quarter of the time allotted to you each day. You could dedicate... Yeah, so I could technically spend two hours on Instagram, two hours on TikTok, two hours on Twitter, which is six hours of my day. So that's definitely cut down my use because of that. But that's good that you're aware, though, that you're aware of the time suck. Because you can look at how long you've spent on each app per week. And it's like it would be like 16 hours per week that I would spend on either TikTok or Instagram. Oh, my God. You know, TikTok's like a really, full-time TikTok's job. really bad. <laughs> like, if I, like, I try not to click on that app. Like, that's an app that I know, like, when I click it's on it. It's the black hole. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to be sitting here for two hours. Like, just, you I'm just not know. even going to realize how long it's been. It's just, yeah. So I would say TikTok, Instagram, and then YouTube. I have a couple questions about that, actually. Yeah. Has your viewing on any of those apps improved the quality of your life in any way? Has it benefited you in any tangible way? Um, I would say yes. I would say I learn a lot of things. I definitely laugh a lot. I would say they make me happy. Um, there's also times, especially Twitter, that makes me depressed. And if you don't have a Twitter, I would suggest not getting one because that app is like a black hole. Like Twitter's know? really problematic with that. Like it, you'll you'll be like, oh my god, this is such a funny tweet, and then the next tweet will be something like genuinely horrendous, and you're like, I wish I would have never known this knowledge. Like, you know, there's also hidden tweets. Never click on them. I, uh, no, don't. You know, last night, last night was the first time that I went on Twitter and the random stuff that just automatically comes up when you go on there. Yeah. It's the first time that the random video that came up was amazing. It was of an elephant giving birth in Africa. You could see that there were other elephants around and she had the baby and immediately it was kind of like a slight hill. So the baby tumbled a little bit and she walked over and the baby was struggling because it like it literally was like 30 seconds. You know, like, like, I've only been alive for a minute, mom. Hold on. Give me time. And then you see all of these elephants, which had to have been female because the elephant society is matriarchal. All of these female elephants just came over and surrounded this little baby with their trunks, were kind of like helping to clean it off. And it made me it made me tear up because it was just so 
maternal and natural and yeah. caring and and I'm like and that's the thing about social media it's like whiplash you know like you'll see something that like it's like oh my god this is like the best thing I've ever seen and then the next post it's like I didn't think that it could th- get this bad you know yeah. like it's it's one of those things where it's like I do think there is a benefit but a lot of the times I'm like I why like why I either I either will think this is completely inane I have absolutely no use for this and neither does anybody else in the world you know like we need this as much as fish need land yeah or that is so horrifying I have to get off of this immediately yeah there's some things that I see that I'm like I'm closing the app now like I or you know scrolling scrolling past this like yeah like you said it is it's um it's polarized yeah. a lot of times, or it's just really dumb stuff. But I do like the comedy that's in there. You know, like some of the sayings, some of the quotes that come up are just so hilarious and ironic. Like it's true well, yeah, wit. And you're the... just like, that's so damn funny. Yeah. Or it's like, I just want to sit here and spend five minutes just laughing at stuff. Yeah. And I think that's the best thing about the internet is that we created memes which are essentially pop cultural references in and of themselves. And that's like, like you'll see them over and over again. And you're like, oh, I understand the joke because I was like there in the beginning. And now like you can see like the evolution of memes and people make fun of like early memes. And it's like funny. And it's like, it all comes back full circle. And it's like, if you understand, then you understand. And you're kind of part of this community. If you know, you know. Facebook, because so many of my friends are on Facebook, Instagram, those are like the two, I mean, a little bit of TikTok, a little bit of Twitter, I don't really go on Twitter very much. Um, Any other apps on your phone? Like, they don't have any social media. Snapchat, other apps that I use, I've got a couple of photo editing apps where you can you know really like color edit or I just put a picture up today where I added stars and erased the background so you know artsy stuff where you can turn your photos into art I will use my voice recorder I use iNaturalist quite a bit if I don't know what a plant or a bug is I use uh, a note-taking app Spotify YouTube Waze today my most used apps I spent an hour and 30 minutes on Netflix, an hour and two minutes on Instagram, and 29 minutes on YouTube. So, I mean, on And are Netflix, you watching Netflix on your phone, or is that yeah. net? Oh, you are? Yeah, so okay. this is like anything that I've... Phone-specific phone apps. Specific, yeah. Okay. But see, you do that. Like, you'll watch sitcoms on your phone while you're doing things. Yeah. I it's don't. Kind of like I podcast. listen to podcasts. Yeah. Also, Spotify, I use a lot. But obviously, that's not a screen time app. That's a audio app. So it's not like... So it's not I don't recording. spend a lot of screen time looking at Spotify. But it's in, like, you know, mm-hmm. I play music all the time. So... That's mm-hmm. also an app that I use a lot, but I don't limit that because... You can live life while listening to music. Yeah. You but like can't... TikTok and Instagram, you have to be actively scrolling through there. But or I do... you're going to be walking and end up in the fountain like so many people. <laughs> I do feel like having the timer on it makes me think about what I'm consuming a little bit more because I'm like, oh, do I really want to waste my precious two hours watching reels some of that stuff is so stupid, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't need to be looking at this right now and I'll close the app because I know that when it's, you know, nighttime and I want to be scrolling, I'll be upset that I close this app out at 10 o'clock in the morning. I won't be able to look at it till later. So it ma- it's made you more mindful of the content that you're consuming. Uh, consuming. Yeah. So you've got two hours on each one of these apps that you talked yeah. about. Has it resulted in you using it for a lot less time? Yeah. Well, other than TikTok, because that's, that's just genuinely a, a mind suck. Hole. But yeah, like Twitter, like I only follow so many people on there. And once I start getting back around to the things that I already liked previously, I'm like, I don't need to go looking through the other features, like the trending page and like right. stuff like that. Because I'm already like, oh, well, I've gotten to my limit and now I can do whatever I want. Yeah. What are some of the things that you just do impulsively? Apparently I sigh a lot. My coworker at work told me that I sigh a lot. 
does that totally make you so self-conscious when somebody mm-hmm. pinpoints something that you do? Yeah, and also my best friend asked a new friend of ours if I, like, like I hold up my arms kind of like a T-Rex, and I was like... I, was I don't like, think you do. What? And she's like, yeah, you're always like... No, you do not. <laughs> you do not. Do not start getting a complex over And I was that. like, huh, but then I noticed I was doing it at work, and then I was like, slowly, like, put my arm down. But I sigh a lot, but I think that's because I have anxiety, and I also talk really fast, and... You run out of air. I run out of air. And also, especially at work, because I'm talking to people, it's, like, kind of a stressful thing, so I have to be like... But it's good to fill your lungs with air every yeah, once in a while. Yeah, but people think that you're sighing because you're depressed, or, like, upset, or, like, you're, like... Uh, you know, like, oh my god, like, I just had to talk to somebody. But I'm not sighing for any of those reasons. So you're sighing to kind of gather your thoughts, that's... And breathe, That's your I, action. like, literally can't. Like, I'll, I, I'll forget to breathe, like, mm-hmm. honestly, like, I start coughing. And I'm like, why am I coughing? And I'm like, you know, like... <laughs> like, I'm either too focused or too anxious, and I stop breathing, and then I start coughing, so... But that's not impulsive. That's, you know, that whole entire area of your brain that just automatically kicks in to make sure that you survive. Like an impulsive thing. Like being impulsive. I'm trying to think of what I'm impulsive about. I think I'm impulsive about a lot of stuff. I just, of course, because the question came up, I have absolutely no idea. Um, Okay, when I go to a restaurant and I see Brussels sprouts on the menu, that's it. Like, that's what I'm having for dinner. It's like, you have roasted Brussels sprouts and garlic bread. That's what I want for dinner. And I just will not look at the rest of the menu. Mm -hmm. Because it's like... Why? um, Oh, I feel like I'm... Well, I don't know if it's impulsivity, but if I'm ever told that there's a sale going on and if I have to buy one and get one half off, I'll do it. That's impulsive. Like, I, I literally, like, I was told that if I bought one shirt, I would get one 30% off and I spent 20 minutes in the store trying to find another shirt that I liked. I've done I that, do that. And it's like, oh my God. But now I'm God. thinking of returning the shirt because yeah. I don't even want it because it was $50. So. Well, I mean, I've done that where I didn't even really love the yeah. first shirt. So but I don't know now if that's I an can impulsive get. thing or if that's just like a mind trickery from the store. I think it's impulsive. You know? I, I think it's both. I mean, yeah. it doesn't have to be exclusively one or the other. I think it's both. Uh, my photo taking during hikes, that is complete impulsivity. I literally will be like, you guys go on. I will run five miles and catch up to you and trip over tree roots and shit so I could take this picture of this perfect little mushroom that's growing underneath this fern in the right light. Um, There's a lot of stuff that I'm impulsive about. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a lot of it is like training. Was I trained to take photographs in the middle of forests? Yeah, because you post them online and then you get likes and then it makes you feel happy i did it before there was even social media i mean you can show people and they go oh wow it's a beautiful photo just saying that like a lot of i feel like a lot of things that i think are impulsive are just trained behavior i don't know that it's 100 percent trained that like if somebody tells me there's a really good book that they read oh i have one if someone tells me not to do something the likelihood that i'm gonna do it is the opposite yeah like if someone's like no don't do that i'm like i'm going to you know, which I would say that's impulsive. <laughs> okay, so this is asking, have you ever bought something from a late night shopping commercial? No, but I've been gifted. I got a bump it, whatever they were called. The little hair things that you put under your hair so it goes up. I think that you got gifted these things that are from late night shopping commercials because it's from people who are of the generation that would be the audience for those late night shopping commercials. So I think that the Mm -hmm. correct question is, have you ever bought anything from a social media ad? I mean, probably. I've definitely clicked on them, say that much. I've probably been influenced. That deodorant that I have. I got the tube. I had the stick. The pinky one? I forget what it's called. They had such fun ads for it. And I ended up ordering some, and it actually works. Yeah. Well, I think with most of that stuff is that I'm scared that I'm going to get scammed because of the amount of scams that are out there. Like, there was this huge scandal with these YouTubers where they were 
saying that they were selling these like $60 brushes for $12 and then everyone was like this is a drop shipping company and then that YouTuber made a video and was like well you're paying $12 so what did you think you were gonna get so like I'm did very they end cautious. up getting um I mean was there a lawsuit associated with because I know probably this is worse Probably than that. I'm not sure. I, I don't, I, or I might be comparing apples to oranges, I should say. I don't know that one is worse than the other. But they were selling their product as American made, but they, but it was all being made in China. Mm. And when the product got here, they were removing the made in China tags and sewing in made in America tags. And they are in big trouble right now for, for swapping that out. I think yeah. it's kind of like, you know, like those tags that are on your mattress or your pillows and say, you know, tag not to be removed by anyone, but, uh, but yeah, the, the purchaser or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's just like a lot of stuff like that. And then people will find out like, oh, this is like really, really bad. Yeah, there, there's a lot of like scamming. So I think I've definitely clicked on advertisements and been like, oh my God, that's so pretty. But I don't think I've ever gone through and purchased them because I'm scared. You know I also what? Don't I don't want my like card information going anywhere. Like that's, that's also sometimes those websites are a little shady. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, no okay um i'll click on them and if it's something that i really want that i had never before known until that <laughs> moment and now all of a sudden i want them. it i will open up another tab and do a little bit of research on the company or what the product is like a lot of times you could get it for a fraction of the cost off of amazon and if you have a prime account then of course you have a 30-day money-back guarantee on it, yeah. free shipping and whatnot. So there was a ring that was on one of those sites that was, um, it you can manipulate it. And it was just kind of cool. Like, it was just like a total fidget thing. I don't know. I don't even know why I wanted it, but I did. And they were selling it for like slashed from $90 down to $19.99. And then um, I ended up on Amazon and it was like $8.99. So I threw it on some order and I was like, you know, if I don't like it, I'll send it back. But I ended up keeping it. I never wear it. But it's a cool ring because it's got like, it's like three rings in one and you can turn it like into to like this cool ball mm -hmm. and, you know, put it on the table and spin it like a top type of thing. It's just yeah. like so dumb. Yeah. Any music questions or no? No. Okay. What would you enjoy doing if you were on vacation in Italy? The canals. Going in the ocean. Eating some gelato. Walking around. I don't know. It's pretty historic over there, so I think walking around would be pretty cool. Having some pasta. Oh my god. Pasta we went so to this amazing restaurant. I don't remember the name now. I might remember at some other point. <laughs> you know, I think it's the ingredients that are over there, but that pasta was to die for but now i was about to say that pasta specifically was to die for but everything was everything was like mm -hmm. just the butter you could eat a whole freaking stick of butter <laughs> because it was so good you know whatever the processing process is it's different everything tastes richer and just so much more flavorful um, I would probably go to places I haven't been. So, you know, like I've been to Florence and Venice and... Going to Milan would be kind of cool. I have not been to Milan. I haven't been to Rome. I was in Belluno, which was beautiful. I would probably want to go back to Belluno and explore a little bit more because it's right on the Dolomite Alps. And I, I would want to do more nature things because when I was there, I was mostly in the cities and the museums and looking at the architecture and walking the canals and that sort of thing. But I think I would want to go on some beautiful countryside walks. In Italy? Malamocco. Malamocco. The island of Lido de Venezia.
Malamaco Island of the Lido di Venezia. Italia. Okay, so there's one in Italy. Um, why were we talking about that? We took a break here in between that. <laughs> I don't know. Cat Island. Cat Island. Okay, last one. What is your favorite sweet treat? Depends on the vibes. Because, like, I could say boba. Like a boba drink. Which is really good. Ew. That's why I get it with my friends. But I really like tiramisu. Mm. That's pretty good. My favorite sweet treat. I don't know. I mean, we were just talking about sunprint cookies. Those are pretty good. The chocolate ones. I think my favorite sweet treats are the ones that I find a recipe for and make myself because I'll cut the sugar by like a third Mm -hmm. and then I throw other stuff in there that's going to elevate the flavor of whatever I'm making. So I don't have a specific sweet treat. I really don't. Like I don't have a go-to sweet. Do I? I mean, I'm pretty sporadic. I don't know. I like ice cream. I like cookies. I like brownies. But like... I don't even remember the last time I had a brownie. Honestly, it's probably been a year. I'm not gonna lie. I only have brownies if other people buy brownies, so I have no clue the last time I bought a brownie is. Well, when I had a brownie, because I don't buy them. But like, I won't not eat them, I guess, is what I'm saying. Like, I don't mind them. But I also like pies. Like, I, I don't know. I don't like... It depends on the mood. It depends on the season. It depends what's available. Also donuts, but like the last time I had a donut, it's probably also been a year. Like I don't, I don't buy donuts for myself, you know. But also you could say that a Starbucks is a sweet drink, and I buy those a lot, so I guess a Starbucks is a sweet drink most of the time. I usually get uh, if you want my order. Yes. What is your order? It's a a grande matcha green tea iced with uh, two pumps of chai and two pumps of brown sugar syrup, and it tastes. Like oh, a God. graham cracker. Oh, it's so very good. But if you don't want the pumps of brown sugar, it tastes kind of earthy and it's kind of nice. With oat milk, oat milk all the way. You want to know what my go-to Starbucks drink is? You ready for it? Large nitro cold brew. But also their cold brew is very good. I usually put sugar in it. No. I don't, Why? I don't like Ew. black coffee. A cold brew with cold foam and some vanilla or some brown sugar syrup and some, a splash of oat milk. It's very good. The sweet cream is actually really good. I, I tried it for the first time recently. It's really good. I literally can't with the sacrilege. So I guess technically my sweet treat would be my Starbucks order every three to five business days. Um, <laughs> I guess that's my go-to. I, like, you know, everything else I can go years in between having, but... You know what lately has been my sweet treat? A giant med jewel date. Uh-huh. And sometimes I'll put pecans in there or I'll some almonds in there or mm-hmm. something like that. Pretty much I won't turn up my nose at anything sweet. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I will eat it if it's there, if it's offered to me. But usually I'm not buying it unless it's Starbucks. Now I want a cold brew. <laughs> A nitro it's like cold 9 brew. o'clock at night. <laughs> I'm like, mm, cold brew sounds good. Yeah, you don't need a nitro cold brew at 9 o'clock at night. Um, oh, here's one more. Would you ever eat bugs? Yeah. I'm not opposed to it. Okay, how would you actually eat them? How would you prepare them? I feel like they need to be crunchy. Like, I, I probably could eat crickets like popcorn, you know? Like, come on, come on. I don't know how you prepare bugs. Like, do you have to, like, cut them up? Do you have to, like, you know, like, sprinkle them on top? Like, are they, like, you know, like, bacon bacon bits, you know? But, like, yeah, some of them bits? are. I don't know. I think it depends on the mm. bug. I feel like I would have someone prepare it, you know? Because I don't really eat meat, but, like, bugs is a different thing. So I guess if they were crunchy. I might try it because I do get FOMO. So it's yeah. like somebody prepared this. There's my impulsivity because I do feel FOMO over stuff, mm-hmm. well, but I also get soup offered you a yeah soup. Leg. Soup told me that I, I need it. to go to Thailand with him, and when we go, we're gonna eat tarantula. Um, I will have a little leg. I've made up my mind about that. I think I'm gonna have high anxiety over it, but I've made up my I mind. I think if that... I was offered bugs and it was the right situation, I would probably taste them. Remember when we went to that bug show? 
at the Natural History Museum, and they had the bug chef out there. Yeah. He made pasta with mealyworms. He okay, made... mealyworms are one of those things that I would not eat. They look disgusting. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> Crickets, I think I'd be okay with. Ants, he made night, okay night crawler tacos. Uh, tarantulas I probably would eat. He did do a tarantula. Uh, I wouldn't really eat like a beetle, I don't know. I feel like that's a little weird, but... <sighs> or a butterfly. They made margaritas with sprinkled margaritas. with ants. But I don't, like, can you clean bugs? Like, do you, like, can you put them in, like, a little colander and wash them? I have no idea. Like, I don't really know how you wash I don't bugs, know. But there's also bugs in your candy bars, so I guess that's, like, technically, yes, we've all... I know. Them. There's a certain number of bugs that are allowed in products. And, you know, I remember one time um, one of my friend's dads cleaned out their cabin and brought back the food that was in the kitchen and we grabbed macaroni and cheese and made it for ourselves and I don't know we were probably three or four spoonfuls deep into it and all of a sudden somebody was like is this a bug and then we're looking in our macaroni and cheese and we're having mac and cheese and bugs (laughs) which really sucked that kind of really yeah I guess if you're not expecting it I'd be very upset yeah. I feel like if I was a willing participant and understood they were in there, and if it was the right, like, if some random stranger on the corner was like, hey, you want to have some bugs? You know, like, I, but I think, like, if I was in a I think if a random stranger on a corner asked me if I wanted anything, <laughs> I would be like, GTFO. Oh, my God. Sophie. <laughs> I feel like that would be a thing that a random stranger on a corner would ask you. You want any bugs? Hey, got any grapes? You know, like the meme, the meme, the meme Okay, cool. Anything else that you want to add before you jet off <laughs> to New York? No, I'm very excited about the Big Apple. Yeah. Um, I want to hear all the accents. You gonna come back with one? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm walking here. You know, like the day of my daughter's wedding. You gonna go order a pie? Yeah. Get a cup of coffee. What are you gonna do while you're there? Um, we're gonna go to Brooklyn. We're going. There's no t at the end of Brooklyn. 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 Alexa told me I add too many T's at the end of my words. No sleep till Brooklyn. Brooklyn. We're going to Times Square. We're gonna go to the Met. We're gonna go to the Whitney Museum. We're gonna go to the Skyline. We're gonna go get a bagel. Honestly, that's my only goal. With Schmear. If I, you gotta have schmear on if it. If I get a bagel during the seven days, I will be happy. Uh, uh, Ellis Island and the um, Statue lady. of Liberty. Yes, Statue of the Liberty. The lady. You know that green lady that sits in the middle of the harbor? We're gonna go visit her. Bring me your hungry, your poor. Yeah. yeah, that lady. Yeah, that lady. Yeah, the the really important lady. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna go on a night cemetery walk we're gonna go see two shows we're gonna go see beetlejuice and the six those are both broadway shows celebrate my cousin's birthday cool we got a lot la 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 noise yeah all right bye bye i love doing these lists with sophia she's such a crack up but she's also so aware and disciplined and self-motivated over things that are going to increase her odds at success I totally didn't know until this episode that she imposed time limits on herself for social media usage. And I sure didn't know about weird guys on corners that offer bug cuisine to people. (laughs) Joking aside, I honestly, I am just always so impressed by the level of focus and knowledge and definitely her confidence and wit that she always brings to conversations. I learn so much from her every single time and she's just such a gem to me. As always, I'll post links about everything that we talked about in the show notes and be sure to stay past the end credits. There are some bloopers on this one. Don't forget to send me your questions and suggestions. I read every one of them. And if you have a list that you would like Sophia and I to answer next time, be sure to send that to me. And also be sure to rate this episode. It only takes seconds, but your ratings do move this podcast closer to the top of searches so that my friends Sophia and I can reach more people. I'm looking forward to sharing more upcoming In the Company of Friends talks with you. So be sure to follow me on the socials and the dot com all at the Queen Trail Podcast. That's T-H-E-Q-U-A-I-N-T-R-E-L-L-E Podcast. 
I am Sil Annan, the Queen Trow, and until next time, I wish you passion, grace, adventure, bliss, excellent sweet treats, and even sweeter moments, elegance, and beauty. And I was like, that's a crepe myrtle. And everyone was like, wow. And I was like, yeah. You know, then the conversation ended and he was probably like, that was weird. Yeah. I'm not doing it for other people's well, approval. No, I mean, I'm like... <laughs> Why does everything come back to that? I've never done that. Whose child are you? <laughs> oh my god. Cool. You just sighed.